Hello and welcome to the Hully Podcast. My name is Grace and I am so excited to have you here today. Welcome if you're here for the first time, but if you're one of the regulars, welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here and I can't wait just to share what God has been doing in my life, what's coming up in the next couple of weeks and the topic of not just living your life on hold while waiting for a spouse. So there's a few things that I want to talk about today, but the first of which is a mini announcement that I will be going to the Philippines. I'm leaving tomorrow night for about two and a half weeks. So this will actually be my first missions trip and we're going over there with a couple people from the church that I go to. We'll be there for a 10 day medical mission and then some time either side just for evangelism, hoping to plant some seeds about planting churches there eventually and just sharing God's mercy and his love and visiting a, a children's home there as well. So that will be incredible, life-changing, emotional, joyful, upsetting, I'm sure all of the emotions, but I'm personally really excited to be going. It's been quite a, a teary and full-on week, but I'm also just looking forward to, to in some ways really just being out of my comfort zone and experiencing life in, in a different way that a lot of us don't really get to experience. So I'm going to be a little bit more absent over the next two weeks in terms of podcasts and social posts, but I'm going to have so much content when I come back, just in terms of being able to share what God taught me while I was there. I'm going to journal every day and I can't wait just to come back and share the heart that I know God will give me for countries overseas and yeah so all of that so that's just the first little short announcement and I'm I'm so excited and and honored to be going and can't wait to share that all with you as well but on the topic of going overseas going on missions I just wanted to talk a little bit about the the topic or the thing that sometimes we can fall into as Christians but even just as as people humans in general is putting our life on hold while we're waiting for a spouse. Now, this is something that I see happen way too often, and I can say that it definitely, I feel like, has happened for me in the past. But I think sometimes as single people, and especially as Christians, we can just fall into a space where we kind of put our life on hold and, and wait for the spouse that God has for us. I know in my life, sometimes that has looked like things of maybe holding off on buying a house or could be related to a job or just traveling, all these different things that I've fallen into the trap of just kind of waiting and thinking, oh, well, I might meet someone soon or I might move into that next phase of life and, and that's something that I want to do or experience with them. But I think that's a real loss for us when we're just living lives. I, I don't think we should be and I don't think it's biblical for us to just put our lives on hold and just wait wait kind of hopelessly or aimlessly just ponder around while we're waiting for this next phase and, and season of life. So I just want to chat a little bit more about that today, what my experience is, has been, and then even just some scripture around that as well. First thing I want to say just before diving into this a little bit more is that I don't by any means think it is a, a bad thing to desire marriage because God created marriage, he blesses it, and it's such a, a beautiful and fun calling that a lot of us have on our lives. And, and when God created Adam, he said it wasn't good for man to be alone. 
And even at that point in time, God was fellowshipping with Adam, but he still knew that Adam needed a helper. He knew that he needed an Eve and he he blessed that. And God continues to bless marriage um, moving forward. And and so I just want to preface this by saying I I love marriage. I think it's a a beautiful thing and I'm so excited to enter into it, God willing, one day. Um, But but we do have scripture where where it talks or where, where it talks about how whoever finds a wife finds a good thing. So it's beautiful. It's a blessing. Marriage is a blessing and it's a good thing. And it's it's a way that we can grow in our walk with God and and we can grow alongside someone else as well. But so often we also read about where Paul is talking about the beauty of singleness as well. So it's, it's not that marriage or singleness is better. Both are beautiful. They have their callings. They have their purpose. Um, but yeah, also singleness is is good. Singleness isn't a waiting middle phase that makes you less than or not worthy, but it's what Paul says where he says in 1 Corinthians 7, where he's speaking about how he wishes that all were single as he is, but we all have our own gift from God. So marriage is beautiful. Singleness is beautiful. The most important thing is that we're always looking at and seeking Jesus first. Um, but, but I do just want to go through a few things or reasons about why I've seen in my life, why it can be wrong or or just a, a loss as well to kind of wait to wait around and, and wait for the marriage or wait for the ring or wait for the, the boyfriend, the girlfriend to show up and, and to be waiting for that next phase of life. The first reason I think is that sometimes it can mean that marriage is an idol in our life. Now, God has been so gracious in revealing that in my heart over the past couple of months. And and I've got a video on that too, which if you haven't watched already, make sure you go back and watch that one. But sometimes I think that if you're putting your life on hold, if you're, if you're waiting for a spouse to do the big things and to go on the missions trip, to, to save up for a house, to travel, to say yes to ministry opportunities... If you are waiting for a marriage for that, there's, I guess, potential that that marriage could be an idol in your life. And it's it's taking a place that is higher than Jesus because Jesus should always come first. And, and it should be out of our, our seeking and our heart and our love for him that as we seek him first, he will guide, he will direct our steps. And as marriage becomes a part of that, wonderful, but it's not the thing that we're seeking first. Another point I think about why we shouldn't be putting our life on hold while we're waiting for a spouse is that we have the potential just to miss the call of God right now. Now, if I was to think about or or talk about uh, something like that in my life, I would love to either meet someone who is in the same space as me, like who does podcasts, who who wants to be a voice for this generation and, and share Jesus. So I would love that. And, you know, you see all of the the incredible men and women of God who are married or who are dating. They've got the YouTube channels together. They're doing their video. They're sharing God's word. And I just remember growing up and I was like, oh, like I, I love that. I would love to have a marriage where where we're kind of equally yoked in in terms of that call. But for me, if I knew I was called to that and I thought I was just going to wait until I met someone who was doing the same thing, I would have missed at least this last year of my life where I've been able to start a podcast, to to speak, to share, to grow in my walk. And, and I would have missed all of that had I not said yes to the call of God right now. So that's just one example in my life. But 
So often I, I just see people not saying yes to the call of God right now in favor of waiting for the guy to come along or, or waiting for the marriage or, or waiting for him to lead as well as the husband. So I think that's another reason why it's not good to put your life on hold while waiting for a spouse. And then another reason as well is sometimes I just think if we have like waiting for a spouse in marriage as the highest thing in our life, when we do actually meet them, I think they can become such a, a big thing in our life. It's, it's, we've, you know, we've been living life, but there's this huge gap, there's this huge hole. And the only person that can fill that is the husband or the wife that I'm waiting for. And when we have that, we run the risk of, of not having Jesus be the one to fill that hole. And Jesus is our helper. He is our provider. He is our salvation, our Lord. And, and when we see him, when we hold him in that correct position, then everything else flows behind that, including when your husband or your wife does come along, they'll take an appropriate place in your priorities. So when a husband or a wife does come along, yes, we want to love them. You're going to serve them, but they're not going to replace your number one. That should only be held by Jesus. So I think just being in a habit of of not waiting around and, and saying yes to what God has for you in life right now really helps and to already be running after God, to be running after ministry or, or whatever that looks like in your life without waiting for your your spouse to come alongside and, and do that with you as well. And then one other point that I've experienced a little bit in my life is that sometimes we can just be disappointed when it doesn't happen in the time that we thought it might. Now, I gave my life back to the Lord. I was born again a bit over four years ago, and I was like 100% sure that I would meet a great Christian guy within the first maybe year. And then it was one year, and then it was two years, and then it was three years. Now it's four years. And and had I put my whole life on hold, there is so much that I would have missed out if I was just waiting for the guy to come along. I have been so blessed to take up different jobs and be experienced in, in different workplaces or, or jobs and different opportunities with friends and family and, and growing friendships and, and being involved in church and youth and young adults and, and all these different things in my life that that I would have missed out on if I'd just been stagnant and, and waiting for, for the guy to come along. And I guess one point to make as well, I'm, I'm not by any means saying that husband and wives aren't called to ministry together because I totally believe that so many men and women of God, they'll have very similar callings, you know, whether it, they're both called to be um, like pastors or have a real heart for evangelism or even things like doing a, a, a podcast. I think if you're called to do something like that. If you have a husband or a wife and, and you're able to do that together, I think that's incredible as well. So I definitely do think that there is 100% a space for men and women, well, married couples to be doing ministry together. But my point is more so in your single years or when you're dating, don't wait to say yes to God's call for the guy that you're with to propose or when you're single to to meet the the husband or the wife that you're longing for it's yeah I, I guess my heart is just to encourage you that don't don't avoid or don't miss the call of God that is in front of you or as he guides you in in favor of, of waiting around for a spouse that may or may not come or they may or may not come in the year that you thought it might it could be two years or five years or 
whatever it is, it's it's the the point of the timing that doesn't matter, but it's it's saying yes to what God has for you right now and just having that beautiful and obedient and an open heart to see where and what he's calling you to as well. And then the last portion, which potentially could be a little bit of a downer, but it's just the reality, is that God also doesn't promise us a spouse either. Now, I am definitely a big believer that if you have a heart for marriage, I believe that is God-given and beautiful. And, and I believe if, if you've got that in your heart, if that is your heart's desire, that it will happen. But we're also not promised to meet or marry someone, right? You know, we, we all still ultimately have free will and, and there could be someone that is a, a really awesome, godly man or woman in your life and and you decide that they're not what you want. So I just think it's important for us not to have this definite expectation that we will 100% be married because we don't know when it will be. We don't know if it'll happen. We can cling to what the Lord has put in our heart, but I don't think it's worth it just sitting around for the next 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 years of our lives just waiting for the spouse to come along before we say yes to God. Because at the end of the day, we will all be held accountable for the lives that we lived in and the works that we did in and how obedient we were to God as well. And and I know that regardless of whether I end up meeting someone or walking into ministry with someone that I want to have, have been obedient and, and a servant of God while I lived in and saying yes to what he was calling me into, both for ministry, but also just for life and for traveling or seeing friends, hanging out with family and and not letting being single stop me from, from doing that either. So last little portion, this will be a bit of a shorter episode, but I just want to give you a few practical things as well that while you are in that waiting season, what you can actually do is grow in your walk with God be someone who is in the word, be praying, be fasting, be tithing, be be constantly learning and, and growing in your walk with God so that when you do meet someone, God willing, if that's if that's your heart's desire, that you will be ready and, and strong in your faith. Because I think if if we're waiting and we're not growing or or even as women, if if I was to to wait for a man to lead me to grow in my walk there's so much opportunity and time that I would lose being able to hear from God myself and to be praying and getting in the word and learning too. But watch watch videos, watch sermons, just get get knowledge from people around you in your circle, from YouTube as well. There's so many awesome, good godly men and women as well who have so much wisdom to share and hang around the older people at church as well. It's awesome to be with young adults or with other youth your age, but hang around with people who are more mature and have wisdom just to be able to share and and pour out for you as well. And for the men to also just grow in your walk with God, make sure you're running after the Lord, that you're ready and preparing to be a provider for the wife that you will have one day and get a job, be working because that will be your role to lead and provide and protect. So take the opportunities that you have now as a single man or as a mandating to really prepare and and grow in your walk with God so that you can be that role and that husband figure for your wife. And likewise for the wives, be be growing and, and have fun in doing things like how how you can serve your husband and how we can maintain 
I don't know, things like the home. Like if you love baking, start baking, do it with friends, do it with family, just grow and learn in your skills to one day be a wife and a mother as well. And then the last little fun tip for guys is just go out actually, and women too, but go out and put yourself in situations where you may find that husband or a wife. We should never as single Christians just be waiting around in our room, just kind of sitting stagnant, waiting, not going to social events, not doing church things because we're single and we're just waiting for someone. Go out and have fun. Go to church events, go to conferences, go out on missions trips, get connected with friends and family because you'll never know where you meet someone as well. So we want to put ourselves in those positions as much as we can too. So that's just some of the thoughts that I had around not putting our life on hold while we're waiting for a spouse. So one big step for me that I am doing is I'm going on a missions trip. I'm going to the Philippines and I'm just going to go and love people, serve them, pray for them, help where I can and just get out there while I have the time, I have the money and I just have a a heart to, to love people as well. So my hope and prayer is that you will be able to do the same, that you will get out of your comfort zone, that you'll go on missions trips, that you'll get involved in church and and do the things you want to do in and not just wait around to meet the husband or or the wife that you're looking for and love God as you can right now and do the best with what you can as well. So let me quickly pray then we'll wrap up the episode and yeah. So Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for every single person who is listening to this episode or watching it right now. God, I thank you that you have called every single person, Lord, to to go out and preach the gospel and heal the sick, Lord. I I thank you that you have a call for every single person listening to this God. God, I pray that you would really reveal that to them, Lord, that that you would show them your heart and your plan for their lives, Lord God, both as someone who is single, Lord, or dating or married, God, I pray that you would show every single person what you're calling them to and that they would be obedient and trusting in your word and and, and seeking you first, Jesus, seeking first the kingdom of God and, and knowing that all these things shall be added after as well. So we love you, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing. And, and I just pray for your hand and favor to be over this missions trip, Lord, and And I pray that you would use it and then use me just to reach and love and impact so many people for for you, Lord. So we thank you for that. And I just pray all of that in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for tuning into this episode of the Hallelujah podcast. So I will have two pre-recorded episodes scheduled on Spotify. So do follow along to that. They'll be about prophecy with Dillis Chi, who I interviewed a couple of months ago now. Um, But it'll be about two weeks until I put up something else on YouTube when I'm back from the Philippines. So stay tuned for that. I'll have photos and videos and just documenting what the Lord teaches me when I'm over there and and hopefully just coming back with such a um such a, a change and impacted heart for for how how people are living in in a world outside of the Western world that we're so used to. So I can't wait to love people, bless them, pray for them and 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 share what God has done in my life and their life as well. So love you all lots. I'll leave all the links to my website and other resources in the description below. And I will chat to you in a few weeks when I'm back.